Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning to you. Oh my goodness me. It's earlier than normal. I am I am up at before five o'clock in the morning and it's not even a work day. It's my day off and I'm still up way, way, way before I should be. <laughs> uh, so I thought, do you know what? Why not? I will record it now. Any old how, um, how are we all? Are we all good? Really, really, really hope so. Um, so, the riddle from yesterday. Hmm, came from Tony, didn't it? So, what was it, first of all, before we, uh, before we answer it? It was, what makes you young? Did anybody get it? Well, one minute and I will tell you. Well, what makes you young? Of course, the letters N, G, because it changes you, Y-O-U, to young, Y-O-U-N-G. How clever is that? I am um, just astounded at that one. I love it. Um, I really, really, really love it. Uh, just a perfect one. Um, we do have another one today from somebody else. So, Jasper, we have a riddle from you. I'm loving um, the fact that you send in all these riddles um, because it saves me running out of them. So, Jasper says... What will you find in the middle of a pie that isn't used in a cake, a turnover or a tart? Ooh. Well, a pie, but it's not used in a cake, a turnover or a tart. Well, it could be something savoury, couldn't it? Because you get savoury pies. <gasps> so I'm going to be thinking about this one. <laughs> now, I wonder whether any of you will be able to think of the answer to that one. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I do apologise. I seem to be just yawning. Um, I think it's because it's so blooming early. I don't know. <laughs> now... We found out on one of our fun facts a little while ago about how bees measure, um, they festoon, don't they, and link together and measure how many um, hexagons they need for their honeycomb to fit the space that they've got. Um, and I found that absolutely fascinating. So I thought um, we would have some more fun facts or another fun fact about bees and this is from my friend Matthew um, again who sends me quite a lot of fun facts as you know uh, so this fun fact is about how bees 
um, cool down on hot days and not just themselves. They cool their whole um, hive down by kind of making up their own kind of air conditioning, which is just amazing. I really would like to know how to do it. <laughs> would you like to know how they do it? Well, they stay cool, okay, by, on very hot days, bees become water collectors. So what they do is they go and find the nearest source of water, so a pond or a river or even a puddle, I would imagine, if there is a puddle on a really hot day, um, and they collect water using their special tongues, okay? And they put the water, they keep it, in their honey stomachs. So when their honey stomachs are full, they fly back to the uh, hive very, very carefully so they don't spill any or um, do anything. Get back to the hive and then they distribute the water droplets around the hive. Then they do something amazing because then they fan their wings really, really quickly and it that evaporates the water. It makes the water evaporate and so cools the um, hive down. However, in an amazing teamwork um, building exercise, there are also fanning bees outside the hive who are also fanning their wings really, really quickly. And so between them, they keep the, the they kind of, um, the air conditioning, they, they invent their own kind of air conditioning, which I think is amazing. Um, so well done bees, because they really, really do work hard and, um, and they show some great creativity. Imagine making your own air conditioning. So we need some wings, okay, this is what I'm going to do. need. I'm going to need a pair of wings, I'm going to need some water droplets and I'm going to scatter them around my house and fan. <laughs> I wonder if waving your hands would do just as much, probably get me even hotter uh, than I get anyway, so probably not. Uh, but I think that is so clever of the honeybee so thank you Matthew for sending me that um and let's have a look and see if we can find some sporty fun facts uh right so apparently in 1804 long time ago Alicia Maynell was the first woman to compete in a two-horse horse race in England. She rode two horses, just in, a, in one race, two horses. She rode four miles, side saddle, but was pipped to the post by her opponent. Oh, dear. Um, I don't, I've never ridden... Um, I've only ever ridden a horse a couple of times and never ridden side saddle. I don't think I'd stay on. 
Uh, so the 1948 London Olympics were the first games people could watch at home on TV. Um, and who goes skateboarding? Who's got a skateboard? In the early 1960s, the first skateboards were just planks of wood with roller skates nailed to them. I wonder who thought of that. Oh, my goodness. And ever, you know, I don't know whether you've ever played hockey, but you have a puck and you play hockey by batting the puck. Um, so it's not like a ball. It's a like a flat thing. And the first puck ever used in a hockey game, guess what it was? It was a frozen piece of cow dung. Oh, imagine as that melted, as you were batting it around, just scattering bits of cow dung all over the place. Oh, my goodness me possibly not good <laughs> now and now 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 what day is it today hmm. well it's thursday we know that because it's my day off um mum, 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 mum. it is the 27th of july uh what else is it it's take your house plant for a walk day what Seriously, I am not making this up. It is take your houseplant for a walk day. Just give it a change of scenery, a bit of fresh air. <laughs> Just, I don't know, show it around the neighbourhood maybe. Bit weird, isn't it? But hey ho, that's what the day is. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> do apologize now it's also gary gygax day and i had no idea who gary gygax Gax is or was um but apparently he is the inventor him and another man um of the game dungeons and dragons so i don't know whether you've ever played that i haven't so i don't know really what it is but it's his day anyway uh, National Refreshment Day. So you can have anything, eating or drinking, just as long as you are refreshing yourself. <laughs> but what else is it? Uh, National Chicken Finger Day. Hmm, do chickens have fingers? Hmm, bit of a strange one. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, let's have a look what else it is. National Walk on Stilts Day. As a child, I used to love walking on stilts. I had some wooden ones and um, they were really tall. And I used to want to be able to, uh, in circuses, I was mad on circuses, but um, in circuses, they used to put the stilts up inside your trousers and you could walk on them so that you were really high up but you didn't hold on to them 
And I really wanted to be able to do that. And I could never, ever just walk on them without holding on to them. So I failed <laughs> miserably. Fell over I don't know how many times. Um, it is Norfolk Day. Who lives in Norfolk? I have been for holidays in Norfolk because they have the Norfolk Broads where you go on boating holidays. And as a child, we went on um, boating holidays there. And it's amazing. Um, I can remember some of the places that we went. My favourite was Stalham. Um, there was a place in Norfolk called Stalham. And that was my favourite place to visit when we were on our holidays, uh, on our boat. Um, what else is it? Oh, lastly, it is National Chili Dog Day. Never had a chili dog. Um, so don't really know. I don't actually know whether I'd like it because I don't like my chili too hot. So I have a feeling that um, they might put... a too many chilies in it for me but um who has had a chili dog is it really really hot is it really spicy oh now daisy and alice you sent me a joke you'd made up so well done for making a joke up i can never make a joke up um so my son does all the time um, some of them I get, some of them leave a lot to be desired, but <laughs> Daisy and Alice, your joke is, what do you get if you cross a pump, can of tomatoes and a patched up pair of shorts? And I'm going to sneeze in a second. Oh, let's try and keep that in. Oh, and the answer is pumpkin patch yes oh my goodness a pump can of tomatoes and a patched up pair of shorts whoa yes um so a pumpkin patch well done um well done for making that joke up uh as i say i'm not very good with jokes um i get them or i i get most of them but I cannot make them up at all. So well done to anyone that can make um, uh, jokes up. Right. What story shall we read today? Um, let's have a look. Oh, I'm just going into my library now. So I thought... We would read the next chapter in Adventures of the Wishing Chair. What do you think? <clears throat> so we are on chapter five. Okay. So, and it's called Poor Lost Binky. Oh my goodness. Um, so here goes. Once a dreadful thing happened when the children were adventuring on the wishing chair. 
It had grown its wings most conveniently when all three were in the playroom. So they jumped on and were soon flying high in the air. As they were flying, they heard a loud droning noise and looked around. It's an aeroplane, shouted Peter. It's very near us, cried Molly. So it was. It didn't seem to see them at all. It flew straight at them. And the edge of one widespread wing just touched their flying chair, giving it a tremendous jerk. Molly and Peter were sitting tightly in the seat, but Binky was on the back and he was jolted right off the chair. Molly clutched at him as he fell, but she only just touched him. The two children watched in the greatest dismay as he fell down and down and down. Oh, Peter, cried Molly in despair. Poor, poor Binky, whatever will happen to him? The aeroplane flew on steadily, never guessing that it had touched a wishing chair. Peter turned pale and looked at Molly. Oh, we must make the chair go down and see if Binky's hurt, he said. Oh dear, what a dreadful thing to happen. Chair, fly down to earth. The chair flapped its red wings and flew slowly down to the ground. It stood there and the children jumped off. They were in open country with wide fields all around them. There was no sign of Binky at all. They heard the sound of someone chanting a song and saw, coming towards them, a round, fat little man carrying a bundle on his head. Hi, called Peter. Um, Have you seen a little pixie falling out of the sky? Is that a riddle, said the round little man, grinning stupidly. I can ask you one too. Have you seen a horse that quacks like a duck? Oh, don't be silly, said Molly. This is serious. Our friend has fallen out of the sky. Well, tell him not to do it again, said the little round man. All that fell out of the sky today was a large snowflake. Good morning. He went on his way, his bundle bobbing on his head. The children were very angry. Making a joke about a serious thing like poor Binky falling out of the sky, said Molly with tears in her eyes. Horrid fellow. Here's someone someone else, said Peter. Hey, stop a minute. Someone was another round fat person, also carrying a bundle on her head and singing a little song. She stopped when she saw the children. Have you seen a pixie falling out of the sky? asked Peter. No, have you? said the round little woman, grinning. Of course, said Molly impatiently. Fibber, said the round woman. A big snowflake fell out of the sky, but nothing else. They've got snowflakes on the brain, said Peter, as the woman went on her way singing. Oh, come on, Molly, we'd better go and look for Binky ourselves. We know that it was somewhere near here that he fell. We'll carry the chair between us so that we may have it safely. I don't trust these stupid people. They carried the chair 
along and came to a marketplace. It was full of the same round fat people, all humming and singing. A town crier was going round the market, ringing a bell and crying, Oh yay! Oh yay! At Dame Apple Pie has lost her spectacles! Oh yay! Oh yay! Then Peter had a splendid idea. I say, Molly, let's tell the town crier to shout out about Binky. We'll offer a reward to anyone that can tell us about him. Someone must have seen him fall. So, before very long, the town crier was ringing his bell and crying loudly. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! A reward is offered to anyone having news of a pixie who fell from the sky. Oh, yay! Molly and Peter stood on a platform so that people might know whom to go to if they had news. To their delight, there came quite a crowd of people um, milling around them. We've news, we've news, they cried, struggling to get to Peter first. Well, where did you see the pixie fall? asked Peter of the first little man. Sir, I saw a big snowflake fall in the buttercup field, said he. Oh, don't be foolish, said Peter. I said a pixie, not a snowflake. Don't you know the difference between pixies and snowflakes? We all know that snowflakes fall from the sky. That is not news. Next, please. But the next person said the same thing. And the next. And the next. It was most annoying and very disappointing. We want our reward, suddenly shouted someone. We've given you news, but you have given us no reward. You haven't given us the right news, shouted back Peter angrily. That doesn't matter, shouted the little folk, looking angry. They looked rather funny, too, because for some reason or other, they all carried their bundles and baskets balanced on their heads. Give us our reward! They swarmed towards the platform on which the two children were standing, and Molly and Peter suddenly felt quite frightened. Oh, I don't like this, Molly, said Peter. Let's go. These stupid people think that pixies and snowflakes are exactly the same, and we certainly can't give them all a reward. Climb into the chair. Molly jumped into the chair, which was just near them on the platform. Peter sat on the arm and cried out loudly, Home chair, quickly! The chair flapped its wings and rose up. But it didn't rise very high, only just above the heads of the angry people. Its legs began to jerk in and out, and to Peter's enormous astonishment, the chair kicked off bundles, pots and baskets from the heads of the furious marketers. Peter began to laugh, for really it was most comical to see the chair playing such a trick. But Molly was in tears. What's the matter? asked Peter, drying her tears with his handkerchief. It's Binky, sobbed Molly. I did love him so. Now I feel we shall never see him again. Peter's eyes filled with tears too. 
He was such a good friend, he said. Oh, Molly, it would be so dreadful if we never saw him again. They flew home in silence. The chair flew in at the playroom door and the children jumped off. It will never be so nice going on adventures again, said Molly. Why ever not, said a merry little voice. And the children turned round in joy, for there was Binky the pixie sitting on the floor reading a book. Binky, we thought you were lost forever when you fell from the chair, cried Molly, hugging him hard. Oh, don't break me in half, said Binky. I wasn't hurt at all. I just changed myself into a big snowflake and fell into the buttercup field. Then I caught the next bus back to the bottom of the garden. And here I am. I've been waiting simply ages for you. A snowflake, cried Peter. So that's why everyone talked about snowflakes. Now I understand. He told Binky all about their adventures and how the pixie laughed when he heard about the chair kicking the bundles off the heads of the angry people. Oh, I wish I'd been there, he said. Come on now, what about a game of Ludo? <laughs> well... Honestly, fancy being able to turn, falling off a chair high up in the air and then turning yourself into a snowflake so that you don't hurt yourself when you drift down to the floor. Um, I think that's a brilliant idea, brilliant thing to be able to do. Um, well, I just want to tell you about um, something that I found very exciting yesterday. Um, when I went outside to water the garden and water all my plants, I found my first red raspberries on my raspberry bush. So we've got we've had lots and lots of and they're all like green at the moment. Um, but there were two really juicy red ones. So we picked them and we washed them. And we had a little bite, a little nibble of them. <laughs> and they were, oh, so sweet. They were lovely. So I am really looking forward to having um, quite a few more red raspberries and um, having them with cream or something. Oh, yummy yum. Or making my oh, world famous... Uh, white chocolate and raspberry muffins they are awesome um and believe me they are definitely definitely worth eating <laughs> so um yeah i've that very excited about my uh <clears throat> excuse me about my my raspberries i was so excited i took a photo of them and put it on Facebook. So if you can get onto my Facebook on the Magical Children's Stories uh, Facebook page, um, have a look and see what you think because they're amazing. <laughs> um, they really do look juicy and plump and um, yummy. And they were very, very yummy. So there you go. Just wanted to tell you that because I got so excited about it. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, let's see. We have, um, it's going to be a little bit early, uh, this one being uh, sent out because it's earlier being recorded. Uh, but I'm sure you won't mind that, will you? <laughs> uh right oh i have got the whole day stretching before me and i've got the whole day to just be a mummy today because there's only going to be me and my three children and we don't have to go anywhere we're just going to play so there you go that's my my day i'm not even going to the library today i am just going to sit and play with my children um and be a, a proper mummy because they don't have to go to school and i don't have to go to work and i don't have to do anything at home either don't have to do any shopping so i am looking forward to today and i might just go back to bed uh seeing as everybody else is asleep uh and i don't have to get up so Oh, anyway, whatever you're planning to do today, make sure you enjoy it and make sure that you have a good one. But also make sure that you take care and stay safe. OK, and I will see you all again tomorrow. So. Bye for now.